Story time with Bryson and Kaya and Mommy. Yeah. And today, today we read a called How Mountains 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 Are Made. Good. How Mountains Are Made. This is a Let's There's Read. There's a flood book. Is there? Yeah, it's like a. Um, they they created by a flood. Oh, oh, well, maybe. We're going to learn about it. It's a Let's Read and Find Out Science, Stage 2, by Kathleen Widener Zolfeld, illustrated by James Graham Hale. Well, again, and why are we reading this How Mountains Are Made book? Because we are in Bryson City, and there's mountains in Bryson City. Mm-hmm. We saw the mountains today. And we also live on a mountain. Uh, we're staying on a mountain as well. All right, so let's get started. We live in a little town in a valley. There are mountains all around us. On Saturdays, sometimes we go mountain climbing. We follow a trail through a thick forest. At first, the climb is easy. Did we go hiking today? Was it easy? Yeah. No. No. But, but we did go climbing. We climbed. We went up a mountain in order to see a waterfall. Do you remember that? Then it gets steeper and steeper. We stop on a rock ledge halfway up and eat our lunch. Is that what we did today? Yeah. When we start out again, we have to walk more slowly. The slope is getting very steep. The forest is thinning out and the trees are shorter. We can see the top of the mountain, but it seems to take forever to get there. Here's this little kid saying, are we there yet? Now, did we go to the top of the mountain today? No, we turned around much earlier than the top of the mountain. When we reach the top, we can see out in every direction. There are hardly any trees up here, and the land is rocky. We spend a long time looking at the rocks. Here's one with the shape of a seashell in it. It's a fossil. Cool. And here's an inset of the picture of the fossil. It says ammonite. Fossils are the remains of animals that lived millions of years ago. This mountain is more than 4,000 feet high. That's nearly a mile. There's no oceans up here. How did a sea animal get to the top of a mountain? I know. The highest mountain in the world is Mount Everest in Nepal. It is 29,028 29,028 feet high. That's almost five and a half miles up. So five and a half miles up to the sky. But fossil seashells have been found. Yes, you guys like to play with the drawing sheets. Yeah. That's almost five. Oh, sorry. But fossil seashells have been found on Mount Everest, too. Five and a half miles up. So here's a little picture. Here's the mountain they're talking about. Our mountain is less than one mile above sea level. Here's the sea level. Here's the ocean. And then here's Mount Everest. Mount Everest would be about this high compared with our mountain over here. The deep deep sea plains are between two and three miles below sea level. So here's a map of the earth, kind of, of how it goes. We've got the land, we've got sea level, we have a mountain, 
which would be like one of our mountains that were on here. The sea goes all the way down about two to three miles deep. And then Mount Everest is about five miles up into the sky. It's the tallest mountain in the world. Now, we live in Jacksonville where we live. We live at sea level, right? Because we live at the ocean, don't we? We can drive right over to the ocean, right? So we live at sea level. We don't live up on a mountain or down below or up on the mountain, but we live at sea level. Millions of years ago, Mount Everest was not a mountain at all. It was a flat plain under an ocean. So imagine millions of years ago, there used to be an ocean that was this tall up. So none of this was land. It was all underneath the ocean, okay? Our mountain was a flat plain under an ocean too. All sorts of sea animals lived right here, but that was a long, long, long time ago. Many changes have happened since then. So here's a picture of all of these sea animals that were underneath the ocean millions of years ago. But now this area right here is the top of a mountain. I know, crazy to think about. But we have crinoids, ammonites, ancient coral, um, acanthides, spiny brachiopods, brachiopods, cup coral, all that different sea creatures. All those different sea creatures. I guess it's a kind of coral that was from back then. The earth is always changing. Old mountains disappear. They are worn away by wind, ice, and rain. New mountains form where there were no mountains before. Rain. So the more it rains, it's going to, it's called erosion, and it eventually makes the mountain over thousands and millions of years turn and go away. We can't see. That means if it rains here. No, because listen, right here, we can't see the changes happening. Mountains are built up and worn down gradually over hundreds of millions of years. Oh. Okay, that's how long it takes. So it's, it's not just going to happen in your lifetime. You're not going to see it happen. When we look at the earth, all we Daddy. see are rocks and soil. Daddy. And the trees. Daddy. And he's up there. He's upstairs. When we look at the earth, all we see are rocks and soil and the trees and other plants growing in the soil. But if we could look inside the earth, we would see that it is made up of different layers. The surface of the earth is the first layer. That's where the people are. See them up there on the top on the earth? It is made of the soil and the rocks that we see around all the time. Just under the surface is a rocky layer about 35 miles thick, and that is called the earth's crust. Beneath the earth crust is a layer of solid rock, about 60 miles thick. The crust and this thick rock layer together form an outer shell called the lithosphere. So this is the top part of the earth before you go down into the, earth, into the um, inner layers. The lithosphere is broken into pieces called plates. We were talking about that earlier today, remember? The plates are huge. There are eight major plates and several smaller ones. So here's a plate, and this is the North American plate. We are in North America, as we learn, as I'm sure you learned. Then there's the Pacific plate, the Nazca plate, 
the South American plate, African plate, Indo-Australian plate, and the Eurasian plate. Europe and Asia make up yeah, another. And what about the, the, um, the one on the bottom? Oh, the Antarctic plate. Sorry, thank you. Under the outer shell is a layer of hot, partly melted rock called magma. The rock plates float on top of the hot magma. So see, here's how the plates connect to each other. Okay. The plates move slowly over the magma just a few inches a year. Move just a little bit throughout the year. So here, if we're looking at the layers of the earth, we've got the crust, solid rock layer, well, we which make up... We do not. We have the crust, the solid rock layer, which make up the lithosphere. Below that, we've got the magma, which is like the lava. And then down below that, we have the rocky mantle. The Earth's plates are always in motion. They have been moving for hundreds of millions of years. Most scientists believe that all the mountains on Earth were formed by slow movements in the Earth's outer shell. That is not true. Why? Because um, it was a flood that made them. That is not true. No, no. There was a flood, but it's because of the movement of the plates that they ended up... Look. That the plates came together and smushed up to make a mountain. There was a there was water on top of them. They were underneath the ocean. They were underneath the ocean. And this was happening underneath the ocean. And then eventually the ocean went away and we had a mountain. You see how that works? When the so plates come together. Yes. There's no houses here. There were no houses here. There were no people here. You weren't even born? No, definitely not. Hundreds of millions of years ago. But God was. God was, but no other people were. But mountains in different parts of the world look very different from one another. So here is a folded type of mountain. Some have sharp, pointy peaks. Others are more rounded, like a dome. Then you have, is that the kind we have here? Yes, we have more dome kinds here. Fault blocks, still others are block-shaped, looks like blocks, and a few other are shaped like tall cones, like volcanoes. Remember we talked about volcanoes and how they're at the fault lines? Yeah. Fault lines? Mm-hmm. The fault lines, is, which is where the plates connect. So that. I got my possum. Is your possum here to listen? Okay. That's because in different parts of the earth, the outer shell moves in different ways. In some places, two places, two plates press against each other. The tremendous pressure forces the crust to lift and fold over itself. So here's a plate and here's a plate and they're folding together and crunch. Here's scrunch. This is folding over in a different way. Here we've got folded mountains. See the mountains coming up over the top? Crunch. Great waves of rock are pushed up. Sharp, craggy mountains are formed. Oh. Lay a towel out flat on a table. Put the palms of your hands down, one on each end of the towel. Then slowly slide your hand towards each other. The folds and the ridges that appear in the middle of the towel are like the folds and the ridges that form giant mountains when two plates press against each other. In other places, pressure deep within the earth pulls and stretches the crust. Oh, no. The stretching sometimes causes oh, no. long cracks. It's okay. It's okay. We'll pick it up later and throw it out. Just go ahead and get your current grapes that you've got. The stretching sometimes causes long cracks or fault lines to cut through the crust. 
So here we've got magma pressure pushing up onto the plate and it's stretching the land. And then look, we're having fault lines, which are cracks in the earth, crack, crack, crack. And so this is gonna be where earthquakes happen. Do earthquakes happen over here? No. no. Do they happen in California? No. Yes, in California they do. On the West Coast they do. The crust on one side of the crack may, be, may slide slowly upward while the crust on the other side pushes downward. Block-shaped mountains are formed this way. Sometimes the crust does not fold or crack. Sometimes magma pushes through a vent in the solid rock layer and it collects a pocket under the crust. See that little pocket right there? And the crust lifts up. The pocket of magma grows larger and larger until it bends the crust upward. When this happens, a high dome is formed. Rain and wind and ice wash away the softer rocks above and the rounded peaks and valleys appear. We don't see that happen. We don't see it happen, but it happens over time. No, it actually happens at night. Well, sure, it happens over millions of years. Like before humans even existed was when some of this was happening. In a few places on Earth, plates are moving away from one another. This usually happens deep under the oceans. So deep, deep under the oceans all the way at the bottom. Here's an ocean, two plates that are moving apart from each other. And this is an underwater mountain range. So remember, this used to be underwater millions of years ago. So in, a, in another 100 million years, this could be above the water. Right? Because this, these are mountain forms ranging, or f mountain ranges forming. When it hits the cool ocean water, the magma becomes solid. Great underwater mountain ranges are built up. Like underwater volcanoes. Once in a while, a small crack or vent forms in the lithosphere, sometimes right in the middle of a plate. Red hot magma pushes up through the crack. When it gets to the surface of the earth, the magma cools and hardens. Once magma reaches the surface, it is called lava. Lava and ash build up around the crack, making the land higher and higher. So it pushes it up higher, higher, higher. A cone-shaped volcanic mountain is formed. Yes, Victoria, do you have a question? And higher and higher. And, oh, higher and higher. Okay, yes. Most volcanic mountains are formed in places where one plate pushes under another as the edge of one plate sinks. So here's a picture. The plate is pushing under as the other one is sinking. As the edge of one plate sinks, pressure and friction can cause it to heat up. So see hot magma. The solid rock of the plate's edge melts in the intense heat. The melted rock or magma rushes up through weak places in the crust above. Here we've got volcanic mountains. So here's the ocean. My sea. And here is Bad. the magma pushing up on the plate. In fiery blast, magma is thrown under the Earth's surface. It cools and hardens, and mountains are built. Some mountains have been around for hundreds of millions of years. Others are still being built right now. Scientists have a special way of telling the age of a fossil. This one is nearly 280 million years old. That means that this sea animal was actually swimming here 280 million years ago.
It died, sank to the bottom, and was buried in sand and mud. It must have been buried sometime just before our mountain began to be born. So we know that the land here... Thank you. So we know that the land here began to rise around 280 million years ago. From the shape of this mountain, we can tell it was formed by a folding of the no, crust. I taught them. Ask for your possum normally. Please have my possum. <clears throat> Two huge place, plates slowly pressed against each other. The land rose higher and the sea disappeared. Over millions of years, the crust folded up in tremendous waves. This mountain and other mountains around our town were once much higher than they are now. They were sharp and craggy. Now they are lower and smoother. Look at my muscles. For millions of years, rain, wind, and ice have worn our mountains down. So they used to be up here, pointy and craggy. And then over time, water, ice, rain, all that made it erode, come down. Do you see the difference there? Millions of years from now... The rain, wind, and ice will have worn them down completely. So millions of years from now, these will not be mountains anymore. They're going to be flat land. See, million years ago, craggy, spiky, pointy mountains. Now they're rounded mountains. Millions of years from now, flat plain. Mount Everest is a younger mountain. How do we know that Mount Everest is a younger mountain? Because it's big. Because it's big, pointy, and craggy, right? It is still sharp and craggy, and it is still being pushed up higher. Mount Everest may be growing as much as two inches per year. So see all the points? These mountains that we're on now, the Great Smoky Mountains, are they older or younger than Mount Everest? Uh, older. Older, and how do we know that? Because it's Beginning to go like sleep. Because they're more rounded, yeah. right? We're not going to try and clown mine at Mount Everest. This mountain was high enough for us. Yep, we are never going to climb Mount Everest. So here's a picture. This is really cool. At the very end of the book, there's a picture of all the mountain ranges here in North America. Okay? Here is Florida, that little piece jutting out. And up here are the Appalachians. That's where we are now. Great Smoky Mountain National Park is in the Appalachian Mountains. But there's a whole lot of other uh, mountains I if you go all the way up. Okay. The Appalachians are the oldest mountains in North America. So we're here at the oldest mountains in North America. Okay. Then we have the Brooks in Alaska, the Canadian Rockies, the American Rockies, and the Sierra Madre in Mexico are all part of one long mountain range formed by a mixture of folding, faulting, and volcanic activity. So that's these. This goes all the way from Alaska through Canada, the Rocky Mountains like Colorado, Sierra Madre down in Mexico. That's one long one. And you do um, the volcano. And then here we have the Alaska Range, the Olympics, the Cascades, the Coastal Ranges, and the Sierra Nevada, which is a fault line. All right. That's pretty cool, right? To learn about our mountains? Yeah, yeah. I 
All right, it was hard getting through that, especially after a long day of walking and hiking. I know that you're done. All right, thanks for joining us. Have a great night.